Good evening, Wealth Family. Let's get into the Word tonight. I want to speak with you. I ask for your attention. I ask for to forget everything tonight and every other thing. You know, I'm, I'm going to keep repeating this so that you understand, yeah? Um, so that I don't hold people back from being in the studio. I'm speaking to the family, so I'm going to be free. When you come here, you forget everything else you're doing to pay attention here. That's one. Two, no one here is performing for you. So if we worship, we worship together. And you know, we were taught by Pastor Toby that the realm of worship prepares you for the word. So if you don't, or if we don't create an atmosphere that honors um, these, you know what? Okay, I'll stay away from that. But something I would have said tonight if you want to grow, you grow by honoring the pattern that you've seen work. So if we don't understand and if we don't appreciate certain patterns because, oh, this is not the environment that calls for it or I'm too big for it or I'm distracted, you're only doing yourself harm. I want to speak to you about love tonight. But you're only doing yourself harm. So I'll just leave it as that because I don't want to dwell on any negative tonight. Um, I want us to just talk. So forgive me if it's not um, what you're used to or the preaching style, but we will go from scripture to scripture to appreciate certain keys we find in scripture. Um, Pastor Toby, and I'll start here. First of all, is that TV working? This media team, um, they're excellent at what they do. Anyway, Pastor Toby taught us from Thursday, or let me say um, Sunday actually, and he gave us an instruction. The instruction almost came in a way that you can easily be excited, um, meaning that you're only responding in the moment. You remember the instruction he gave us as he ended service on Sunday? Do you remember? If you don't, I'll remind you. It's my duty scoop speak and sculpture I think having watched Pastor Toby over the years it will be important that you do not take anything he says for granted so I'll repeat it once more the instruction of this time having heard the words on placeholders versus stakeholders Having heard the words that he spoke again to us on Friday through to Sunday, I think our takeaway are these instructions. Scoop, speak, and sculpture. Having heard the words that PT has been speaking to us, going back over them, I think what God is doing is gearing our minds, preparing us. Remember that God has a tendency of telling you what he would do before time so that you can have the advantage. Um, even in this course of me speaking, in fact, let me not go ahead of myself, but what we have to pay attention to are these words. You know, we don't usually appreciate. Appreciation of something, of a word, of training, yeah? Okay, let me do this. Um, can you guys get seats? I just need the people that will keep this running. I want you sitting down. Maybe you need to hear the word, yeah? Don't do this, Danny. You could come and sit on these things as well. 
yeah quickly Nia that includes you yeah Ramses that includes you no one's too big if you have to sleep um, sit on the floor sit on the floor as well thank you so when we start to speak about love where I'm going and I can't go into that because as you have seen over the years and if you ever think or if you ever care to think about these words these topics you also will bear witness that topics like love it's an endless conversation actually it's almost like throughout the years whenever we got into that kind of conversation you only really scratch the surface it's like over time we're constantly trying to scratch the surface of love because it's a huge duty before God it's a heavy tool it's a necessary material needed for the progression growth or building up of anything so when Pastor Toby started again I started off with saying things like God has the tendency and I've taught you this before that God has the tendency of speaking in advance why am I starting on this point this evening? Because it's God's word that regulates our minds. Speaking to one of your sisters the other day, will you feel weak at a time? 100%. Would you feel like this may look or appear like it's not working? I can imagine how, for example, the media team will feel when it looks like we genuinely tried where it looks like a Pastor Obi does not appreciate the efforts. I want to speak to you that the, the conversations that you have inside of you, because the only thing that God really hears are the conversations you're having inside. God cannot be deceived. He spoke, that, or someone spoke, maybe it was David. If I was to go to the depths of the earth, even there you'll see me clearly. If I go to the highest heavens, even there too, you will see me. I cannot hide who I am from God. And you know, usually when you start to try and hide who you are, I don't want to say it's because of sin. I want to say it's because you've embraced your fallen state. Yeah? Are you with me tonight? Today, there'll be a lot of me going all over the place, so you have to take notes as you hear. But usually, when a man, a woman begins to hide, and again, hiding is not necessarily because I've sinned, but you hide who you truly are. It's because you've embraced, you've fully become your fallen version, your lower esteemed self. And that's why Adam fell, or that's why Adam hid. Because now his eyes has been opened to his fallen state. But let me leave that again. So will you be weak at times? Will you feel tired at times? Will you feel discouraged at times? Yes, we have seen people in scripture, people like the great David, having faced certain circumstances, he was discouraged. And God actually does not mind or does not care if you feel discouraged because there will be situations in your life that will make you feel discouraged make you feel like you are not fully appreciated make you feel like the things you're doing it's not really working god's not really concerned about that what he's concerned about is the conviction you have because conviction can bring me to a place that 
even though I feel a certain type of way I keep going so I think what makes people give up along the journey is because truly they have not become convicted why have I gone down this way because sometimes excitement can make you have a false sense of believing excitement by itself can make you feel like you've achieved something like I said how quickly we forgot the instruction of scoop speak and sculpture but at the time when PT was speaking everyone was writing SSS everyone was writing scoop speak sculpture and I'm not here to fault any of us because we all go through situations like this um, we we tend to forget but you see even that thing I need to tackle that because still your prosperity life will be based on your ability to remain meditating the Bible says and I won't go into there again I'm quoting all of these things but you know what Psalm 1 says but he who meditates on the law and I've taught you before the law of love so in case to save me making this a two-hour word you go back and listen to that those that are able to meditate on his law he didn't say his laws they will prosper in what whatever they do if a faith decides to take up an nms it's not even the business model that prospers god looks to the person so again why am i taking my time to speak like this because god wants to address the things inside of us i thought to myself and these were not things i wanted to for us to get into conversations today for a particular reason and that's why i'll take you to first corinthians 3 one of the things furthest away from love because it speaks about the church and its leaders but i'll get there one of the things I wanted to say to all of us um, in time to come is that if you pay attention to God's way or um, how God created man and where he put man and what he describes man to be, you'll realize that man has always been put into an ideal. The idea that God is trying to convey to us is an idea of if you will become anything, it will be as a result of what you've grown into. You see what I've just said? I'll explain that. So I want you to hold that thought. If you're going to become anything, it's going to be based on what you have grown or become. You see why that's important? This life makes you function, move, and consider your exterior, your external self. But your external self does not add to your growth. What makes you grow are the things inside that you don't see. So that's me just giving a thought of where I'm going. So Pastor Toby starts off on Sunday. Um, scoop, speak, sculpture. Maybe we'll just read the scripture that he used. Um, Genesis 2 verse 7. In the voice. I think it was one of the translations that the team gave. And then we'll move forward. I've got a few scriptures with us tonight, but I'll try not to spend too long because of the heat of this room. But long is relative. We wouldn't have had this, but hey, God knows what he wants. Go on. 
One day, the eternal God scooped dirt out of the ground. One day, the eternal God scooped dirt out of the ground. He's going to show us how to create, how to make. You know, I start to say to some of your leaders, and if we say we're doing things like Manchester, Birmingham, and I'm emphasizing on the ability for us to document everything we're doing, it's because we who heard the instruction or we who gave the instruction and we could have only given the instruction haven't heard it. We who gave that instruction knows that there's a generation that God had in mind when he put you through the paces you're going through. Why do you have a story or a chapter in your life where you're greatly discouraged? I'm speaking to some, maybe not all, but some. Why do you have a chapter in your life where it looks like you're in doubts? It's because God is trying to document a story for another generation. The moment you appreciate that as Jacob, you're a nation, not just a man, meaning that there's a whole people, a generation that will come out of you, you appreciate the steps you have to go through. I realize the reason why we do not appreciate the semen down moments is because we don't believe that we're being made into a story for another people we do not believe that our story is useful so we want a story that goes straight to the end your success but you see no one can relate with perfection that's why christ had to come down make himself into man show himself as almost imperfect so that men can relate and come up to the position of god so the Bible says here, one day the eternal scooped down or scooped dirt out of the ground. Go on. Sculpt, sculpted it into the shape we call human. And what did he do? Breathe the breath that gives life into the nostrils of the human. Yeah. And the human became a living so soul. So the reason why this was documented is because God knows it will be useful to the man that sees it really. What does God, you know, if there are many things in scriptures that were not documented, or there's many things in the life of Christ even that we did not find in scripture. Scripture witnessed that to us, that there are many more things that there are no books to contain it. So if there was so much to write down, but they could not write down, it means that the best or the most important or the necessary points that will make man, make a generation was kept, was written down, meaning are you listening to what I'm saying to you? So what are we trying to, or what am I trying to show you here? God wants men to assume the positions or grow, actually, not assume, grow into the position of God to also create men. Because anything that you create, if we, again, these are conversations I didn't want us to get into now, but it's fine. Um, if we create an environment Okay, let me use this example. If we build the best house, but a man is not created, um, this is me going ahead of myself, but a man is not created, a steward is not created, a person, a manager is not created to manage the house, meaning they do not have the mindset to take what this house requires. Do you know, as beautiful as the house is, it will ruin eventually. 
So it was not enough for God to create a world if he could not create a man that understands the mind that created the world. So my emphasis tonight is that if we're going to get to anywhere, it's going to take growth. And that's something you must not despise. We cannot. So one of the things that I wanted to highlight, because this is not my point, I just wanted us to quote it so that we understand the scoop speaking sculpture, is that God put this here so that you understand the process of creating man. That even as much as you get to the position or status called God, hitting a height does not mean that you'll be without dirt. To create another generation, you'll become dirty. There is no one, there's no builder at the construction site that will be truly involved without getting dirty. It's part of the process. Actually, it testifies that you're truly involved. It says that once you take what is deemed as nothing, dirt, once you take what looks that looks like it can be stepped on, what is not appreciated, if you take that and you begin to speak to it, it will take shape. It will begin to live. But not only would it just begin to live, it will be suitable for what God has created or wants to create. Think about it. It's not even in the name of Jesus that any pastor can come and pastor the nation. Because if they have not been made to be able to look after what the nation is, even in their passion for Christ, you do know that they will run it down to ruins. So when God creates, if God wants to create a new world, if we say that it is by prosperity that my cities will spread, you must understand in and around that there are men that God is trying to shape. There are men that God is trying to build, form. And that would take time. So, one of my first points tonight is, you know, maturity is actually maturity, uh, growth. I've been teaching and I've been saying in passing to some people that when you look at, I think, Galatians 4, when you look there, the Bible says that even the heir, yeah, the person that is granted or the person that the inheritance is for, even he remains to be like a slave until the time set by his father, until the time that he is mature. So if you do not have, I was saying to some of your leaders, the regional leaders or the leaders of the two movement teams, I was saying to them earlier that, look, your role, let me say this actually, I admit and I'm not ignorant that some people would love to actually like the fact that they are not in the position of like the teams like media. Do you know why? Because they would hate to be in the fire line of things not working. Yeah, everyone shies away from being corrected. It's, it's natural. Do you understand? It's, it's, I don't think anyone walks into discipline, but I want you to know that discipline is necessary for your growth. The Bible says that he learnt obedience through what he suffered, so son though he was. So if Christ had to go through it, we will all have to go through it. So you see, 
walking or working in a, a department is easy to avoid because that way you, you stay out of the firing line. But you see, the problem with that also is you've never, you've never enrolled yourself to a position where you can grow. And let me tell you why I've said this. Again, I'm just speaking to you tonight, so bear with me. I said to your leaders earlier, I get why people are put into departmental roles. It's not because you're forever going to be a Bible reader. You'll probably honor that out of what you've grown to be and your conviction. But there are certain things God brings you into a position so that leadership can begin to see that person. Upon potential, they begin to carve out the life or the form that you're meant to take. If you think that's just my strange thought, remember on Sunday that PT said that the principal reason for the NYPD is not actually for us to come together and start shouting. Neither is it because of us coming to... Um, um, it's not for mere words, actually. That's the words that PT used. It's because leadership has spotted a grace. So an assembly has to be called. So sometimes you're put or you're given talents to set you up, to put you in certain positions where leadership can begin to get to know you. They can see you and begin to spot the grace as Paul was able to spot the grace in Timothy. Remember that Paul was familiar with three generations of Timoth Timothy's family. So he used three generations, meaning it took time for him to fully appreciate that there was a grace and what the grace was over Timothy. So again, why am I taking my time to speak like this? If you're going to go anywhere in life, let me tell you something. If there's something in you that is trying to run and dictate the time of reward for yourself, you will probably trip by yourself told one of my old friends that came to see me every year I reset a 10-year plan so that I can never trip over myself meaning I put away time the understanding of time so that I can grow if you ever want to know why I've done that is because scriptures that we appreciate that we you know a lot of us appreciate and like Abraham you know we like Abraham. You know we like also David. Do you know why we like them? Because it looks like things just happened. No, these are men that, for example, with a David, the promise of him or the call of him being king was told him, was given or was said to him 13 years before he actually took the throne. So do you know how I understand scripture working for me? When you read scripture at first glance, you're dead to the understanding of time. Uh, I'm thinking how to say this. Pastor Toby blossomed in this nation because he had nothing. I remember him telling me this, yeah? He had no pressure of time given to him. What makes someone stumble is you haven't even been doing this 10 years and you're already worrying. Already making, allowing words come into your mind. But you see, the people that we now have courage in, why would a Pastor Elihim, yeah, intentionally, Pastor Elihim, 
appreciate and ignore now when you call him Elohim because he's received the name Paul. Because we have, we have seen the life of Paul, the results of Paul, and that's a name. Imagine if he was given um, Job. Imagine if he, the reason why he appreciates it is because Paul did a madness. But do you know why you also appreciate Paul? We appreciate his results. We do not appreciate the time. 14 years he spent training, you know. So what am I trying to say to you? I'm not saying that we should start appreciating time. I'm saying what made us have faith was that we did not consider time. Do you understand that? We didn't consider time. I'm speaking about love, but I need to take my time with this. We don't consider time. So what's the worst thing you can have if you're a talented person? When the world tells you by this time you should be. The world, or the word, sorry, is trying to make you forget time. Because you don't even understand it. That's why he introduces eternity. Eternity is time not measured. Are you with me? It's time that is not measured. He wants to give you eternity so that you are free from the bondage and the agitation that time brings. These men flourished and we have faith in them. Not because we started to think how long did it take. It's only when you start to look more intently into scripture that you realize, wow, Abraham actually waited long for God's promise. So the only thing that can see you, and I'll still get to that, but the only thing, or, and I don't think I'll get into all of it tonight, but the only thing that can see you through the process is if you've got that, if you've adopted or evolved into the personality called love. If you have, you see with love, time flies. In fact, let me leave that, let me leave that now. So for me, one thing I want to say to you, because these are conversations in our heart that we have to be careful. Things like um, seed does not guarantee that you will prosper. Doesn't guarantee that things will change. Why do I know that? Most of us here, if we have grown in a, in a um, religious background, our parents did seed. They sowed. Do you understand that? They did that seed life. Of course, the difference now is that we do that at an extreme level. That's the only difference, really. For them, they heard a promise and responded to that promise with two pounds and five pounds. We also heard, truthfully, promises and responded to it with seed. Now, why that's important is because it's by these promises that we participate in a divine nature but we won't go into that as well now why am i bringing these things up if you try to push time by doing certain things you will only deceive yourself money for example like i've been saying as of recent is something given to you out of the place of mature uh, maturity it's not something in quote added to you. Can we actually random scripture? Isaiah chapter, was there something you was going to read first of all? Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. 
hold it there. We're going to go there. So it's not, you can't just add. I've seen, and again, now that we're speaking privately, I have to address things. So you have to be patient with me. I have to address things. Again, you could have been doing, 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 and it looks like nothing's changing. For me, I see that as an absence of love or a love that's not grown into maturity. What's the mature version of love? Are you still on with me? What's the mature version of love? Perfect love. We'll get there. Do you know what perfect love or the attributes or the things said about perfect love? There is no fear there. There's no fear of what my child will be if I've matured in love. There's no fear in my future if I've matured in love. So usually when you start to be faced with these things, you have not fully appreciated love. And sorry, as hard as this may be, and you may not even agree with me, but it still shows a sense of you are someone... um, working and i'll explain this i will explain this tonight you are someone working on impression rather than love and i'll go to the scripture why i've said that you're working on impression meaning i just want to impress i've not really loved so if we're going to go to places i want you to appreciate these things to become it's going to be so difficult that you're going to have to activate the power of will to see it through you know will is so powerful will can defy God you understand will will can defy God will can make anything happen someone wills in the area of creation or invention they just go against what everyone has told them at that time science actually tries to prove against the person inventing something but someone wills to prove past what has been set so look at this scripture Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 these are the words of God to a people if you are willing go on and obedient you will eat the good things of the land so I was sitting with myself over the last two days thinking that to really get into where we're going if we're going to get there, it's going to take will. I want you to listen to me now, well, family. It's going to take will. Already, already there are situations and there's social constructs that's made us that will not allow us to see the finances that we have been told about. It will take will to get there. You know, one day Christ got to a place where he didn't have the ability anymore. And he said, look, if you can take this cup of suffering away from me, he says, but not my will, your will. But you see what's interesting about that scripture. And again, it's because I don't want to go too far into many things because I want to get to a particular scripture. Even as much as he says your will, you do know that he had to will to do God's will. As in God's will doesn't just happen out of the wind. There are men who agree to take up his will. So it's will that took him to the cross. It's will that made him see the journey through. Because even the Savior, along the way, there will be times that he want to give up. 
but what sees you past that moment will driven by love love that pushes you to say that look I so let me tell you one of the things why I didn't want to get into all of this one of the things I said to myself I decided to say about me as Paul had the audacity to say things about himself I had the audacity to say about me about the wealth family about the life family that we are still a people with potential meaning that even the nation cannot tell what we're going to be meaning that I can set the level of what I will show the world if someone starts to say this is who you are that's it are you listening to me but when you begin to say that no as Goldie you still don't know who I am like me as Goldie I'm saying to Pastor you don't know the potential I have Paul was a very audacious man go and read the things he said but let me leave that so if you are willing and obedient you will eat the good things of the land God knows that if you don't have willpower driven by love if you're not driven by love why is it love you know this is me again going ahead of myself God is love and he charges us to obey him if I'm obeying something if I'm obeying PT it means that I'm driven by him do you understand that it means that I'm driven if I'm obeying what he's saying I'm driven by him so my will must be driven by love if you are willing and obedient not if you're nice not if you're talented not if you are disciplined if you're willing there are certain things that you have to start to know in your life that you're willing to see through too and you accept the journey and the path you have to go through to get there it doesn't matter and I'm not saying these things will happen but if we lose houses it's not going to make me think any less of us having houses across the nations it's not going to make me I know that's where we're going and let me tell you how I know it I will just make sure it happens at any cost when we say that we're going to build because that's where I'm still going when we say we're going to build to scoop speak and sculpture a generation form a generation because like I told you before every generation is built every house is built by somebody it's going to be because I willed to do love drove me to a place that i just said that there's not anything that i can gauge or see as impossible in front of me it's not impossible for me to change to evolve it's not impossible for me to take a new shape and form it's not impossible for others it is because they do not have that willpower but this is still not where i'm going so when PT starts to say things like scoop, speak, and sculpture, for me, I sense that the man of God is trying to gear our minds, prepare our minds for something because God always speaks in advance. Um, let's jump straight to my scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Um, I want to address the house quickly we might read this in a few translations but like I said if so can we establish this or let me just say as blatant as possible 
money will not suddenly come to you even if you give you grow into it so what's the way to prosperity as we have seen proven over the years key word pre oh key statement proven over the years giving not isolated giving the lifestyle of it when it becomes a lifestyle it's no longer what you're handing over yeah it's no longer what you're handing over it's actually the pattern that you've um come to agree with but let me leave that again if not we'll go all over the place so giving or finances if Corrida is going to be a great giver he's going to have to grow into it random 1k givens is not going to change anything he's going to have to grow meaning the process for you to go and get that seed is part of the growth it's part of the giving the things you have to endure and deal with having given that is part of the is part of the giving the years of waiting is part of the giving it's the lifestyle that you're adopting that will see you through to growing financially so it's upon that thought that I then say to you, if we don't have, doesn't matter how well you are at preaching, doesn't matter how good you are at setting up things, doesn't matter how business savvy you think you are, you can only grow into the place of having because money is something given to the mature. Brothers and sisters, go on. I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, yeah. mere infants in Christ. This is Paul speaking to the church in Corinth. Go on. I gave you milk, not solid food. You know, just to save me time, so I'll just say things and you can go back and study about it. It was the church of Corinth that he started to teach and break down love to. Love was necessary for their growth now look at what he says I gave you milk not solid, solid food why? for you were not yet ready for it yeah indeed you are still not ready go on you are still worldly for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you go back to verse 2 and we'll read verse 3 again go on I gave you milk not solid food you know in other words forget this as being food that satisfied the stomach yeah i gave you what's easy to handle why because you were not ready for bigger things you know so when i'm fighting with the media and saying you see this you may think i'm being finicky and annoying but you see this little thing you can't handle it's the reason why you cannot receive solid food when I say things like it's important as Livingstone, um, listen to me, as wealth family, yeah, I've said it that you must be the best in your departments in the family. So Livingstone Nation representatives of wealth family, you have to be the best servants there. If a situation comes that causes discord, arguments and all of these things, God looks because remember I made a comment I can only give as I heard so there are certain solid foods God can't give me to give you 
if we ourselves are not ready for it. I'm going to show you scripture, don't worry. You're going to see it from scripture so you don't think I'm trying to read things into your mind. If you don't have it, it's because you're not ready for it. Listen, it doesn't matter how passionately you pray. It doesn't matter how loud you shout. Doesn't even matter how many services you come to. Doesn't matter the amount or how often you give. If you have not grown to the place of maturity, it will be foolishness on the part of the father to give you what you cannot handle. In fact, if we gave a newborn baby solid food, it can kill them. Because they have not grown the ability to digest these things. I keep reminding you and I'm going to have to keep repeating it. When I say quote, or quote scriptures, are those tuned in live? Are they on with me? Yeah. Just making sure that the houses are on with me and I'm not just talking to the studio. When I quote things like, if you'll be faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. There's a scripture I actually wanted to speak to you from tomorrow. That who is the faithful and wise manager? When God starts to pose the question of who he will give the allocation of food to. Powerful things we're seeing in scriptures lately. But we have to move on with that. That was Christ's words. But what I'm saying to you is that these things, when we look into scripture, when God says things, if you'll be faithful with little, then you'll be faithful with much. These are things that are not just words quoted. It's just saying, Joe, what I'm looking for from you is if you've grown. And there are two things that makes you grow. Constant use, as stated in Hebrews 5. Meaning, the ability to just stay consistent with something. You will grow. Then, of course, feeding. Being in a position where you can constantly be fed. If you're taken, you know, you can be sitting in a house refusing to be fed by the leader. Again, I'm not talking about food that you eat on the dining table. I'm saying that sometimes the word that has been given to you is not what you would like. And because it's not what you would like, you refuse the food, but you can only grow thereby. Sometimes as a house, there's a certain weather you're under. There's a certain condition you have to go through. But you isolate yourself in that house saying, I don't like this. And now you start to have double minds. And if you want to be here, the issue is if you would have, it would have been based on your maturity, not the house even. Please, are you going to neglect or are you going to ignore the fact that Joseph prospered in the pagan world? Joseph prospered in Egypt. In the house of Potiphar. Who was Potiphar worshipping? God? No, they had their own gods. But did that stop Joseph prospering? No, it didn't. Because he matured. He grew. The Bible actually speaks of it. Speaks of him. He waxed strong. He grew. So what is stopping you from walking in the next level of finances? It's not the fact that you can't dream of it. We can call millions. We can talk about billions. But if you don't have it, if we don't have it, it's because we have not grown. We have to look now to the instructions, the words 
that we took or we pushed aside or the situations or seasons that God needed us to go through but our hearts were unsteady were were discontented we don't want to go through the wilderness process to the throne but you have to David you have to and what's the only thing that's going to keep you going will driven by love if you don't have a love you won't get there how can there be today someone like Amaya here he can see the outward things and we have access to all these things but it was this conviction that took us there so if he sits here today I'm just saying to him if you want to have those things you're going to have to appreciate this thing because that's what took us so what was Paul's issue this is him talking to the church and its leaders not to not just the people its leaders he says I gave you milk you will never be able to say that I've not provided so yeah we have just enough but he's saying that this is only what you can handle I gave you milk not solid food why for you were not yet ready for, for you it. were not yet ready for it and indeed you are still not ready and the issue is even as much as you think you are ready you're not ready so it's with this scripture that we have to go into almost our closets and begin to address internal things that God sees that makes God say that I cannot give you your food allocation I want you to understand that if money has been given to some leaders it's because God believes they can take that level so I keep using this as an example it was a small example and yes is it embarrassing to a degree yes but it was necessary I remember pulling up Pastor Ashley and Razim Evangelist Razim and I had to say a couple words to them and I said to them look it's a small issue but you see me as a leader if I don't let you know that it's a matter of growth you won't have you will talk money never handling it you will talk nations never having the ability to handle it so what am I saying to you God is not ignorant or unaware of the situations you're going through maybe you need to change your perspective on the situation you're going through maybe you need to undergo suffering with rejoicing knowing that it's your participation in the afflictions of Christ that are still lacking if you're in a house and you don't like the way the house is maybe God put you there and inside of the things so that you can grow up and contribute I gave you milk not solid food yeah for you were still not ready for it indeed you are still not ready verse 3 you are still worldly for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you are you not worldly are and, you go on are you not acting like mere humans go on for when one says i follow paul and another i follow apollo are you not mere human beings very interesting look at verse 3 again i, I want to break this down to you and i it says you are still worldly so what does god count as being an infant you remaining worldly do you remember how the verse started read verse 1 again 
Brothers and sisters, yeah. I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit. Do you see that? So who is money given to? Why is it that we have seen in the nation 30-year-olds being able to give millions? Why have we seen 20-year-olds being able to give the way they do or build businesses? These are only testaments or a testament or a witness that these are people who live by the Spirit. I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. So look at what he says that we should take note of. If you want to know if you're still immature, it says take note of these things. Verse 3. You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy... And is there jealousy? You see why I like these scriptures? Because these scriptures are actually addressing things inside of you. You know, I made a comment earlier and I'll have to repeat it so you don't forget it for when we get there. That when God first created man, he made them as down to earth as possible. He didn't create man out of gold even though he could have. He made up his mind that it's going to be dirt that makes up man. He made up his mind that the first setting of man must be a garden. Trying to emphasize that anything that happens with God happens with growth. Do you understand that? Eventually he one day went to tell them that I am the vine and you are the branches. He needs to tell you that a branch doesn't, doesn't just appear, it grows. Then it blossoms, it's still a growth matter. If you're going to be anything, he says, you cannot be without being in me. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy, yeah. And quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? But we, I thought God made humans. What man, what Adam was, was a seed. He was meant to grow into God. He was meant to become God. If you would take, if you would take the nations, if you will grow financially, if you will grow influential, it's more, it's how you have grown in the life of godliness. Godliness is not behaving good. I mean, you have grown to become more and more like God. So you know, even celebrities. Guess what about what? Guess what we see about celebrities? Even they are deemed like gods in certain spaces. You don't see a mere man at, at the top. They're not normal. Even in the negative side, they're not normal. But let's keep going. Are you not acting like mere humans? Go on. For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollo, are you not mere human beings? Maybe we should get this in the voice. But why I needed this verse read, um, read was, you know when he says, for one says, I follow Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, yeah? Think about these things. We're bang on leadership. But you know there's a leadership that's wrong. Or there's a followership that's wrong. When you're trying to live a life of impression without really becoming. So you know, I've seen why certain departments don't work sometimes. Many people who just want to leave an impression. They haven't really become it. Do you understand that? They haven't really become it. Do you know that's one of the reasons why sometimes money's not granted to us? Because it's an impression matter. 
You can't look at a PSAM and say he's just a millionaire. He's a servant. He's really become this work. Do you understand? So the giving of the money is not different to who he has become. Let's look at this in the voice. Go on. From verse 3. Read from verse 3, yeah. And here's why. You are still living in the flesh. Yeah. Not in the spirit. How do I know? Are you fighting with one another? Are you comparing yourselves to others and becoming consumed with jealousy? Then Again, please, because again, many of you may not understand what I'm saying, but I ask you to take this word and hold it. I ask you to take this word and hold it. If you haven't had solid food, if things haven't been entrusted to you, God knows you're not ready for it. You're trying to circumvent process of growth. Look at people now scared of a new step in their life. Why are you scared? You didn't grow. You didn't appreciate the growth period. And you see the problem about life, the world continues to spin even if you stay standing. Meaning that life will still go on. Sometimes, actually, do you know what's the most fearful thing I realized about life? There are things that God um, predestined for you. Predetermined. Meaning like if at the age of... um, um, If at the age of 25, you were meant to be something or you were meant to be at a place, whether you're ready or not, he will take you there. If you will take advantage of that moment, it will be based on if you grew and was ready for it. Do you understand this thing? So I'm looking at some people and I'm just thinking, this season wasn't something you could determine for yourself. God was trying to get us into something, but you just didn't appreciate certain things that you should have grown in. He says, read from verse 2 actually. I like how, that, um, how it's said here. I nursed you with milk. Go on. As a mother would feed her baby, because you are not, and still are not, developed enough to digest complex spiritual food. Do you know that the handling of money is complex? Do you know it's complicated? Do you know it's different? You know, some of you have never seen a level of money. Look, you know, we used to say giving is never a percentage thing. So if you were earning, um, let's say, 2K, yeah, and you gave 75% of that, yeah, 75% of that would be what? One five, right? Yeah? You know, if you have 100K and you want to give 75%, even if you've done 75% on um, 2K before, on 200K, 100K, you know it's totally different. Giving is a growth thing. Finances, it's a growth matter. It's a growth matter. He says, and here's why. What's this? What's this? Go on, read for me because this guy is taking it off for me. You are still living in the flesh, Mm. not in the spirit. How do I know? How does he know? How does a leader know if you're living according to the flesh, meaning immature and not in the spirit? He states it to us. What's the first thing? Are you fighting with one another? Are you fighting? Is there any form of discord? That's, That's an attribute of someone that is still immature. 
You see, the Bible says, do everything to keep the unity of the spirit. That was a mature statement. You can live in a house where people are divided, but because you are someone that brings people together, you can enforce unity. I didn't say you can bug people. How's the, what's the best way of bringing unity where there's a lot of discord? Grow in being a servant. If you can serve everyone, you create unity. You become the rallying point. We'll leave that for another day. Go on. Are you comparing yourselves to others? Yeah. So PT said another issue is that we wrongly compare our journey. Who told you what you're meant to be by now? You, you had an idea that because I give in this manner, things should have changed for me. You said, well, because I'm now known as this, things should have changed. Who told you? You compared yourself wrongly. You don't know what God is doing with a basola, but you compare yourself with her. You don't know the process she had to go through. You don't know the process that Pastor Obi has to go through. So you wrongly compare yourself. You know, sometimes you can see someone who has entered the stage of 50K or 200K. And you may think just because we hear the same word, we're at the same level. No, appreciate your journey. Don't try to go past it because you cannot handle solid food if you have not matured or developed to be able to digest it. It will destroy you. So look at what he says. Keep going. Go on. Are you comparing yourselves to others and becoming consumed with jealousy? Mm -hmm. Then it sounds like you are living in the flesh. No different from the rest who live by the standards of this rebellious and broken world. But who was he talking to? The church and its leaders. He says you're no different by, to those who live by the standards of this rebellious and broken world. No different. Now look at what he says from verse 4. If one of you is saying, I am with Paul, and the other says, I am with Apollos, aren't you like everybody else? So who is Apollos really? Or Paul for that matter? We are only servants, agents who led you to faith. And the Lord commissioned each of us to do a particular job. Verse 6. My job was to plant the seed. My job was to plant the seed. Let's get there now. Go on. And Apollos was called to water it. Any growth comes from God. What is key? Your growth comes from God. If you're going to become anything. So listen back to the things I've said already. You, if you're going to grow and grow uninterrupted, please forget the essence of time. Make the use of every time made available to you. But don't begin to judge God and say, by now, you're killing yourself. My job was to plant the seed. And Apollos was called to water it. Any growth comes from God. So the, one who water, the ones who water and, and plant have nothing to brag about. Why? God who causes the growth is the only one who matters. So you see, I want you to understand this. Abraham was called a friend of God, emphasizing that there's meant to be relationship between man and God. Then Christ comes and says there's a big royal law and there's a law that everything hangs upon 
It says it's called love. So your relations with God is not meant to be duty-based alone. It's meant to be relation. You see, someone that works with God only on duty, when they feel like they haven't been paid well, their level of work would depreciate. Do you understand that? If they don't feel like they're being rewarded, it will go down. But if you love someone, yeah, just because it's their season, so I'll use this example. Many times a pastor, Diana comes to me and says, I'm not getting any more gifts for Pastor Enrique on his birthday. I'm not getting any gift. But you see her love for Pastor Enrique, even I can't stop. I've said it, God has no power to stop her getting, her, getting Pastor Enrique gifts. Am I lying? It's true. What I'm trying to say with that, as funny as it is, because it's their season, just in case you don't know yet. It's their season. Love can make you carry out duties that your strength cannot do. So God says, if you love me, you'll be willing to do anything. Will comes into it. Relationship brings the best out of people and sometimes the worst. He says that God who causes the growth is the only one who matters. He wants you consumed of who he is. But so that this doesn't remain as a cold to us, scripture, we have the full picture of scripture. Scripture tells us who God is. It says love who causes growth. Growth is the only one that matters. Love. In the many laws, the only one that truly matters is love. It says the one who plants is no greater than the one who waters. Yeah, Both will be rewarded based on their work. We are what? Gardeners and field workers laboring with God. Yeah. You are the vine. I won't keep breaking it down. You understand that. We are gardeners and field workers laboring with love. You are what? The vineyard. The garden. The house where God dwells. Go on. Like a skilled architect and master builder, I laid a foundation based upon God's grace given to me. Mm. Now others will come along to build on the foundation. Each serves in a different way and is to build upon it with great care. Verse 11. There is, in fact, only one foundation and no one can lay any foundation other than Jesus the anointed. Leave that. Read that in the NIV, verse 11. Let me start to round up. For no one can lay any, any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. So let me start to round up and introduce a conversation with us, with leaders. I'm having this conversation, yeah? PT commissioned us that it's scoop, speak, and sculpture. What made man love? You know, as stubborn as man may be, and you know, I want you to understand that when I'm speaking about love, and that's why I'm saying you, you have to, it's almost like scratching the surface. If you're not careful, you'll think love is emotion. It's not emotion. It's the personality called God. And we grow in understanding what that is. One of the things you must understand about love is that we know love. How do we know love? That a man should lay his life down for his friends. 
when he says here for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid which is Jesus Christ if we just say Jesus Christ here if I tell you Ethel what does that mean to you you will give me nothing nothing more than a religious answer because you don't know who Jesus is you can know people by what they express or what they stand for yeah so when he says for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid which is Jesus Christ what is Jesus Christ the love of God when we look at scriptures when he says that he wanted to so I realize you see love sacrifice and that's still a limited expression or definition but let's just say it's sacrifice when we say um, um, God so loved the world yeah how did he pay back or recover world it would take love how did he make the world it took love he says if anyone is now going to build make a generation make a life it must be done so upon love so he says for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid which is Christ Jesus jump to first John chapter 4 Let's read this quickly so I'll round up. I'm just going to round up like this. Go on. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit. From verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Who came from God? Only one came from God. Christ. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves, go on. Has been born of God and knows God. Yeah. Christ was the one that boasted. That he knows God. But we'll leave that for another day. Whoever does not love, go on. Does not know God. Because God is love. Alright. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world. That we might live through him. Please, I just showed you this scripture so that my comments don't sound like my opinions. The love of God was simply that he sent his one and only. Jesus Christ was just the expression of God's love they could not know him before Christ was sent so if the world was going to be created or I mean recovered it took God expressing love if the world was going to be formed it was going to be God expressing love he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him you know if we had time we would have gone into when Paul started to speak about patterns because Adam was the first in quote son of God but everyone lives through his pattern let's leave that verse 10 go on this is love not that we loved God mm -hmm. but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins go on dear friends since God so loved us we also ought to love one another no one has ever seen God but if we love one another God lives in us and his love is made complete in Read us. Read faster, please. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit. Maturity, go on. And we have seen and testified that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Go on. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love li lives in God and God in them. 
This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. Mm. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So look at this. If you're still fearing, don't give up. Grow. You have not yet been made perfect. Don't assume everything. You know, sometimes if you take heed to yourself, you will understand why you have or don't have. If I start to show fear, it's actually my spirit telling me that I haven't matured yet. Because imperfect love. So it's not just that it's love, it's that love matures. In perfect love, there is no fear because perfect love, your mature state, drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. That does not mean you should be excommunicated or run away. That means sit. That means do not esteem yourself higher than you ought to. That means feed on the word more. I'm still going to go to one or two more scriptures, but I'll close with this. It says that you, the only reason why you're experiencing this is actually trying to, you know, I've realized in this life that we don't know how to read our situations. That's the problem. Our take on life is wrong, been tainted. Someone just looks at a situation. So, you know, I've seen people, and if I don't say this now, you you would have seen it after service. Correction dampens their mood they just walk off they don't see it as it's God giving you breath we read the scripture if God's molding you if he has formed you if he has scooped down to the dirt he's going to have to breathe and the Bible says all scriptures God breathed yeah God breathed useful for correction and all of these things so people are denying the thing that will make them live because something has taught them that this is a bad thing so you get to a place that there's some people that they don't even know it yet till now they don't even know it that you can't correct no more you just don't correct because they're not ready for it the one who fears is not made perfect in love 1 Corinthians 13 verse 8 just read that quickly for me then I'll close with Ephesians love never fails but where there are prophecies they will cease my point here is that love never fails If you want to recover a world, love will not fail you there. If you want to save a world, love will not um, fail you there. If you want to build a generation, love will not fail you there. Every other thing can fail. The sacrifice, again, what am I trying to show you in this scripture? When we saw what Paul addressed the church, his issue was that they fought among each other. You know, when he's speaking about fighting, it's, how do I say this? It's not shouting at each other. It's the fact that you don't truly work together because you're really opposing each other. So again, I, I looked and I called the team into the, into the room and I said to them, you know, look, you see the issue is why I said that we don't dwell on achievements too long. It allows complacency to set in. From long you guys are all trying to leave an impression that we're going to do well but you have not matured to work together that's love okay um, Ephesians 3 so I can close and prove that last point 
from verse 14. For this reason, I kneel before the Father. Look at what he knows before the Father for. Look at what he prays for. Go on. From whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. What is God concerned about? What is maturity before God? Family. Carry on reading. So you see, we got to a place that in our fight and quest for giving, we engaged labor. And sometimes God needs you to go through labor flesh till you enter spirit you see when spirit comes together we will be many parts but one body we'll be truly knitted and unified there won't be a difference between houses that's maturity it's not that this house does that that's not yet maturity because the best display of unity was the configuration or the putting together of the body that even if i touch the little finger my whole body can sense the pain of the little finger it's unity even though they're different from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name go on i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being yeah so that christ may dwell in your hearts so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and i pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people. Do you understand that scripture? So it says, having been rooted and established in love, I pray that you will have power together. So I looked at one of your, or I said to one of your sisters, I said, look, don't miss, you know, if you isolate yourself, you will hear what your flesh is looking for. You go to your mom's house. Listen, they will tell you what your flesh has always been thinking. You open a word. You you give opportunity even out of their love to speak to you. You're going to allow them to empower your flesh. Then you won't understand where it became that you just grew in doubt. Where the, How does God give power together? He says that, have, but that's only having been rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people yeah to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of christ do you understand this scripture do you know what it means to grasp to comprehend fully what so you need power with so we need power together to even comprehend this topic called love it's something that it's it's almost inexhaustible you can't stop knowing but love was the foundation that paul said has been proven that buildings should be made upon if you're gonna raise a chrissy it's going to be upon the foundation of love not upon the foundation of anything else what is love the fact that i the fact that you lay down your life for a generation so in this first point of love or this first night of speaking about love what am I trying to say to you when we've been commissioned to go and build you must be very familiar with the foundation you must be very familiar with the the card that God drew out when he wanted to recover a world it's going to be love and love is something that you grow into You can't just put it in. So you're challenged. 
and you're seeing that challenge through is what makes you grow. I want you to understand that, look, I have no doubts and I hope you've got to a place of conviction. I have no doubts that, you see, our finances will shock the world. It will shock the world. We've been doing these speakings for years, having nights where we preach, where we pray. We've been doing this for years and yet the world still just only want to see the cars and the houses and the clothes. Now, if that shocked them, I'm saying to you that the world has not yet seen your potential. And we're willing to keep going because we're driven by love. Meaning that every opportunity to sacrifice. And why do I keep referencing this back to 1 Corinthians in case you don't understand me? And if you don't, it's fine. Keep listening and I'll keep expanding on it. Paul knew that what kept them immature is that they did not understand love. These are people still fighting and competing with each other. What's maturity is how Apostle Paul looks at this work or looks at his brothers and sisters and understands that even if when we're talking about competition, it's only to spur one another to do better. But truly, we're working together. So if, if media team doesn't do the things they're meant to do or if choir doesn't do what they're meant to do or if Pastor Obi doesn't do what he's meant to do, we're all working together knowing that if that fails, we all fail. It's not a point and a finger thing. Why am I giving you this scripture? Because again, if you don't understand that it's by growth, it's by love, just because of time, because I don't want us to go further, note down John 15 and read how he went on to speak about the vine and the branches. And eventually he started to talk about love. He was heading there. If truly you're going to blossom, you have to understand that not going to grow financially because i'm trying to leave an impression you know i want it to be known that i am with paul no i am really a part of this work i am first in need of being built so that i can also build do you understand that choir i want you to get ready read verse 17 again i think i missed something i wanted to share if not don't worry we'll go on so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Yeah. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That's what I was looking for. So why we now need to pray, why we now need to be asking God to strengthen us with power in our inner being so that Christ may dwell. Why we have to pray things like um, um, being together, understanding that togetherness is why God will give us power, being rooted and established in love is because our maturity that God measures to give us anything is in accordance to that love. It says, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I want us to pray with this scripture. And this is what we're going to pray. 
strengthen me in my inner man first let's look at the process of the prayer because you know this is something personally i didn't want to share this but it's something i've been studying lately from verse 14 i think it is for this reason i kneel before the father look at the process to your growth your measurement remember that why am i emphasizing this if you're going to be anything in this life it's as a result of your maturity and that maturity is not age again so let me help you with this it's not because now you become a woman that you put your shoulders you broaden your shoulders and you think you are you're not if you have not grown in love love is vital for this reason i know before the father go on from whom every family in heaven and on earth verse 16 i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so we need strength go to verse 17 go on so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith if we're strengthened christ may dwell then what will happen and i pray that you being rooted and established in love so that's what i was missing i was looking for so and i pray that you being rooted and established in love now if you read this properly it looks like it's a separate prayer no if you're strengthened for christ to dwell that's you being rooted and established in love so what are we praying for strength it's not you praying for love it's praying for strength that he would dwell in you because the love of god is christ do you understand these things if not what will happen is that you will have moments that it looks like you're running gaining ground but you won't one of the things that i'm learning in this moment is that nothing is going to come outside of what you've grown into and why i have to say this to you so that you don't waste your time or service it has to be intentional strengthen me in my inner man is what we're going to pray so that christ may dwell let me lead you in just one prayer for a few minutes so that we can pray or so that we can enter another realm so let me just do a quick sum up remember what i'm saying to you and i want you to go back and listen to these words take points from it if we're going to grow what god sowed was a seed of love what god will give things to is the mature state of love do you understand that what god sowed you as is a seed of love but you have to mature so you know when paul says things and we're, go, we're still going to go to the prayer point but when paul begins to say things that i wanted to give you or you should have solid food and you cannot handle it is because you have not grown in your love life you have not grown in what it means to love what it means to love is the total abandoning of you for something being consumed so when we get to a place where we read or we begin to pray strengthen me in my inner man let me tell you what i understood that as for me in this season maybe because i know that scripture will always have this revelation the strength of my inner being is my willpower strengthen me in my inner man so that christ may dwell so i am motivated by love meaning that you see the reason why we will enter certain spaces is because we are almost i'll use the word determined but we are determined to get there we're driven by something so when i say to an ibn i'm looking at certain things i need her to help put straight i'm saying you know i 
I've been thinking a lot lately. If you pay attention closely, you would know. I was driving the other day and I was saying, naturally, we don't know business. Naturally, I haven't met, I'm sorry, I haven't met anyone here that's just naturally a business person. I know there are people that do business, but I mean people who know how to put a business together. Yeah? I don't know anybody. But you see, what I was in that thought, what I started to think of is, look, if you're driven by love, meaning that you're willing to lay down you for what God is telling you to do, your willpower will take you to places that you don't think you could have ever got to. So when I say to us, you know, usually we're praying out and then by the time we start praying, it's like you, you lose, you're not, what's the word? You're not conscious about what you're praying. You start speaking in tongues and then you've left it. When we're saying that we're praying for us to be strengthened in our inner man with power, I'm actually saying that empower my willpower, empower my will through love. So when we, it's no longer a complaint that we're trying to figure out how do we raise finances to be able to sow to our man of God, as well as that be able to provide for nations, as well as that be able to maintain everything we have to. If love consumes you totally, you will push through. Love is what will make you, and look, a person can work overnight. Two people can work overnight, but it's two different things pushing them. One person is being pushed by simple toil and labor and actually fear. Another person is moved by love that they don't even realize that they don't sleep. That's the next dimension I want to get to. That's what I wanted. And that's why, why I didn't want to do that today is because Tuesday is where we have, sorry to say this, but we have people who are not yet totally family. So they won't, may not understand where it is where it is now. What you're asking for is like a Lamar. There's, look, there's a way that people will view you right now. Naturally, because that's how human beings are. But you can pray yourself, pray to a place like Christ did in the garden for a strengthening of will. A strengthening of his inner man driven by love that way you will see yourself do the things that you also knew you could not take yourself to Christ's prayer in the garden of Gethsemane that day was him showing us and himself that he couldn't do it but the moment when he says not your not my will but your will his I, like I said to you you can't perfect or God's will can't be done through the sky it still takes a person to perfect that will or to carry it out Jesus said at this point where I feel I will fail love can make me go the extra mile and so I'm actually looking for people that can be mobilized with me who is saying that when it comes to the finances we need to raise to do this work when it comes up to the setting up of enterprises social enterprises businesses that will actually reach a generation what I'm asking for are people who carries the will the strength why would one person carry or be able to push themselves at the gym than the other person? It's an internal affair. It's something going on within them. So sometimes we are not able to continue and persevere in certain things we're trying to build because we just don't have that inner willpower. It's weak. So Paul saw this in the children or the church of Ephesus and he said, I pray that you will have strength. I pray that you will defy the odds. I pray that you will have the ability to keep going because love and mission resides in you. 
And as you become rooted and established in love, you will grow to having power. Power together. We will sit on tables together powerfully. And we will begin to comprehend fully at greater measure what it means to love. Do you know that there's a level of sacrifice for nations that we don't know yet? I want to know it. This is what I'm saying. It's because it's my thoughts. I actually started to think about PT. And I thought about the level of sacrifice that he has to match up to gain the world he has now. You know, that's more than just holding the mic preaching. You know, that's him saying things like, for years I've not been able to sleep. You know, that's him denying himself of many things. You know, that's him accepting fully to be misunderstood and waiting to be rewarded based on history, not his present life. So what I've been saying, I said it only, the only people I've said it to was the media team. I said to them that I can feel myself moving to a new level of leadership. I say that boldly to you because you will see it. I can feel myself, but I understand the level of sacrifice. But you see leaders, leaders that are able to face troubles and still go, it's an inner strength that they have. That's what I'm trying to say to you. They are driven by love. So the reason why I can carry along with people is because truly I want to see them rise. It's not like I want them to serve me to rise. I want to see all of us rise. So this is why I'm taking my time to pray this prayer with you. Is so that the house may understand what we're praying for is actually a strength, a willpower to be able to go beyond. It's like saying we don't have enough equipment, but we're still saying that we will do what we need to do with it. We'll do more than what the equipment's supposed to be able to do. We may not have the structure into nations, but we're that much strengthened inside to keep going. I'm saying to you as leaders, you can grow up now. We can choose to grow up. And look, I also appreciate to grow sometimes, it's just by having the willpower to grow. It's just be willing enough to grow saying that I will go through that's actually what I'm saying and the reason why I'm taking this time is so that we don't get lost in the two minutes I give you to pray to break through like PT has always said to break through to be able to regularly do 100k do you know the fight that you will fight you know in this life sometimes to be able to see it through in certain endeavors you know you want to grow to be something and like I think it was um Glody saying it the other day Pastor Glody that he feels that he had been rejected a hundred times you see you couldn't have done it before because you didn't have the right willpower and you didn't have the right drive but now love because we need to reach people their mission can drive you to a place that now you're praying for strength to keep going even when forces are against you man can defy God even with will so I'm saying to you that maybe some of you don't know and I I, I actually want to say this some of you know if you remember all of you will know I remember being told one day that COD is just meant to be the church and I don't disagree with that it's just that the way it was said or the way I perceived it, maybe I was immature, is that it's all right if you don't have enough resources. I said that's incorrect because for what I see of the nation family, it's the church, but it's also the lender to nations. So how did we get there? We, as the nation I'm talking now, we willed. Are you hearing me? 
as a black community you've never seen it before we just had so much will to keep going that's what i'm saying we need to have so that we do not repeat this season we do not come next year saying that you said this last year no we would have entered a new level our repetition will now be at a higher dimension not the same thing it's if you're willing to push past the barriers so i want you wherever you are in the studio i really want you to pray i'm going to give two minutes just because of the heat but that two minutes can do everything and i've got to a place that prayer for me is not expecting anything outside to change it's just building conviction in me that's what it does so i want you wherever you wherever you are think have in mind your targets the worlds, the cities you want to reach, the nations you want to reach, and the financial targets you want to reach. Have them in mind. Have mission in mind. NYPD, being able to gather nations and confirm our grace. Have that in mind and pray, God, give me strength. Give me strength to keep going. I want you to open up your mouths and begin to pray that prayer. Strengthen me in my inner man with love and mission, Christ. I want you to...